It's Friday, February 11th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Welcome back to Good Will Talk Daily on this Friday. I really hope that you've had a wonderful week. And if you're listening in the morning, would you finish strong on Friday? If you were listening in the middle of the day, you're almost done. Keep pushing. If it is the end of the day, well done. You made it through another week. Let's get into the word together. Second Timothy chapter one, and we're doing verse 14, the first half of 14 today, but I'm going to go ahead and read the whole thing. If you have not been with us until this point, you're just jumping in today, this is a great place to jump in. Don't worry about going back. Don't worry about trying to catch up. You can if you'd like, but the goal today is spend just a few minutes with the Lord in his word and together in prayer. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the Holy Spirit, guard the good deposit, excuse me, entrusted to you. We're looking at this first bit, first clause, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. I think a lot of people have a whole lot of different ideas about who the Holy Spirit is. I mean, you can turn on any Christian television show and they'll be talking about the Holy Spirit. Maybe you come from a tradition that has particular views of the Holy Spirit, some very conservative views, some not so conservative views. Maybe you come from a tradition that didn't really know what to do with the Holy Spirit, and so you kind of left him on the shelf. But Paul talks about the Holy Spirit all the time. He is a member of the Godhead that we can overlook, but Paul certainly does not, which is why He starts this sentence by saying, it is by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us that we are to guard the good deposit entrusted to you. And we'll talk talk next week about what it looks like to guard that good deposit. But first, we want to know, who is this Holy Spirit? This is the first time in 2 Timothy that the Holy Spirit is brought up. It takes about almost toward the end of the first chapter before he arrives on the scene. But let's talk about the Holy Spirit for a moment. Who is he? And what does this verse reveal about him? Well, first, you've you've been hearing me this whole time talking about the Holy Spirit as a hymn. And that is because we believe the Holy Spirit is a person. Now, not a person in the same way that I'm a person, you're a person, but a person of the Godhead. We believe that God is one in three Persons. This is our doctrine of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Each member of the Trinity, each person is equally God and totally God. The Holy Spirit is not less God than the Son and not less God from the Father. He is God fully. There is no part of who God is that the Holy Spirit lacks. He is the third person of the Trinity. Therefore, when we speak about the Holy Spirit, we do so as speaking about God himself, not a lesser God, not a more difficult to understand God, but the one true God of the Bible. That's who the Holy Spirit is. And he is personal, which is why we use a personal pronoun. Now, we know that God is beyond the categories of gender. 
But we use he for two reasons. One, because the Bible uses he as the personal pronoun of the Holy Spirit. And so we mimic the Bible when we use this language. Also, we want to avoid the non-personal pronoun of it. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He is a person, which means he is capable of relationship with us. And this is what we learn most about this phrase in 2 Timothy chapter 1. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. This is uh, language almost of possession. It is indwelling. The Holy Spirit taking up residence or making a home inside us. It's pretty intense if you think about it. Here's what happens when we become a Christian. When you became a Christian, the Holy Spirit, God himself, took up residence within you. He did not subsume you. You're still you. He did not somehow absorb you. And you did not become God. But rather, the Holy Spirit indwells you. He lives inside you with all of his power and all of his might and all of his deity. And he does this at the moment of your salvation, which is why Paul can confidently say to Timothy that the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Because it does not matter if you feel him. It does not matter if you have a particular experience. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are indwelled with the Holy Spirit at the moment of your salvation. And it's not like you have a leaky Holy Spirit faucet where the Holy Spirit has to kind of get refilled every once in a while. No. The fullness of God, the Holy Spirit, indwells his children always. Always. You're never without him. That is simultaneously deeply comforting, but also deeply frightening. Let me explain why. It's deeply comforting because you know that the fullness of God's power is within you no matter what you go through. He's there. He sees. He knows. It's been a hard week. That's no surprise to God. He sees. He feels. He knows. Has it been a week filled with sin? Has it been a week filled with difficulty? He sees. He knows. He's there. And Christian, he never leaves you. He never leaves you. He fills you, and the Holy Spirit is with you for the rest of your life. And he is transforming you, and he is changing you, and you will reach the pinnacle of that in the new heavens and new earth when you are given a new body, a spiritual body, physical, and yet fully realized in the Holy Spirit. Pretty incredible, right? Here's where it's a little bit concerning. What if it has been a week filled with sin? What if you have committed sin after sin after sin after sin? Well, God has seen all of that too. The Holy Spirit indwells you too. And here's where the Holy Spirit does some work in you, convicting you. 
And maybe he's even using the sound of my voice right now to do that. Your sin needs to be repented of. Your sin is not okay. No matter what the world might say about it, it is something that needs to be confessed. It grieves the Holy Spirit to have you sin this way. But here's the good thing. Because the Holy Spirit is God, he is the fullness of God's love, and he shows you the same grace that the Father shows you, that the Son shows you. The Holy Spirit delights in showering you with grace. His mercies are new every morning. And so if it has been a rough week in your battle with sin, if you have failed time and time again, you don't have to go anywhere. You can confess now. The Holy Spirit indwells you. And he hears your confession. He receives your confession. He knows your confession even before you can say the words. And he meets you with grace and with mercy and with love because you are his. The Holy Spirit loves you so much and he forgives you of your sin. If only you would confess it. And so, brother and sister Christian, the third person of the Trinity, the fullness of God himself, the Holy Spirit, he dwells within you. He lives in you. You never have to fear that he will leave you. And you always have the confidence that he will forgive you. How amazing is that? My prayer for you as you go into the weekend, would you take that confidence into worship with you and celebrate the person of the Holy Spirit? Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we thank you that though you see the worst of us you have indwelled us and you see our sin. You know how much we offend you. Holy Spirit, you forgive us. You show us grace. You show us mercy for you are God, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, it may feel weird to be listening to me pray directly to you. And it is true that often, more often, we are called to pray to the Father in the name of the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit. And yet we emphasize now that you are a person of the Godhead. You are God. And we thank you that you never leave us or forsake us, that you are the helper come to guide us through this life. Would we know your power in our lives? And would we always be comforted by your presence, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you back here again on Monday for another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily.